You're listening to the Inbound Logistics Podcast with today's guests, Nick Hannigan and Troy Spolum of Hub Group. There's an old, somewhat salty adage about the seven P's of business. When it comes to retail logistics, let's go with proper prior peak planning promotes peak performance. But what actually goes into properly preparing for peak season to make sure that your supply chain doesn't perform poorly? Nick Hannigan and Troy Spolum of Hub Group join us to share their observations on how to handle that peak push. Joining me today on the Inbound Logistics Podcast is Nick Hannigan, Executive Vice President of Brokerage, and Troy Spolum, Executive Vice President of Intermodal for Hub Group. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me on the Inbound Logistics Podcast today. Thanks for having us, Jeff. Gentlemen, it's good to have you. What we like to do for our audience is uh, get an introduction to who we're speaking to. So if you guys could give us a little bit of information about who you are, uh, your work in the industry, and what you're currently doing at Hub Group. Uh, And let's start with you, Nick. Sure. Thanks, Jeff. I've been with the Hub Group for about three and a half years in various commercial and operational roles. I've got about 10 plus years in the uh, transportation industry, um, and I took over the brokerage operation about a year ago. Great. And Troy? Yeah, good afternoon, Jeff. My current role is Executive Vice President of Intermodal. My responsibility lies with the Intermodal service product, including network optimization and the management of our 53-foot domestic container fleet. I've been with Hub Group for 13 years now, and actually all years I've been with Hub Group, so in the industry for 13 years. Great. And today, gentlemen, we're going to talk about planning for peak. Uh, that means planning for peak season. Now, Before we dive into some of the ways that shippers can better plan for and manage peak season, let's do a little bit of talking. Why is it important to plan for peak? Well, Jeff, I think it's first important that we level set on what we mean by peak. Um, This is the annual retail surge that occurs every fall and tends to go through mid-November. This event is specifically tied to the holiday shipping season. However, the same risks, the same planning and best practices we'll discuss uh, can all be applied to other seasonal events like the produce season that happens each spring. Yeah, thanks for framing that up, uh, Troy. You know, kind of oversimplifying uh, and to answer Jeff's question, I think why it's important is simply shippers may fail to secure adequate capacity or secure capacity at the at the optimal rate level if they're if they're not planning. And and what this can lead to is you know failure to service their customers both internally you know say if they're a transportation manager um, or even externally uh, by not having product on the shelf uh, when a customer demands it. No one really knows exactly. Uh, what's in store for any given peak. And, uh, you know, so as an example, very few people foresaw the capacity crunch um, and the the increase in demand uh, during the peak of, of 2017 after an extremely soft freight market in uh, most of 16 and then early 17. So even if you uh, aren't anticipating a, a strong peak, it's, it's an extremely important to get out ahead of it Uh, make sure you're not caught off guard or hung up to dry. So what are some of the ramifications when shippers don't properly plan uh, heading into the season? Expanding on what Nick mentioned earlier, I would also say, along with missing the commitments to the customer, is the broken budget. Uh, If you're not properly planning the capacity in advance and aligning on what those cost implications are going to be, essentially you're going to miss your budget, which is what a lot of shippers experienced in 2017 and 2018. Obviously, planning well in advance of peak season is really important. 
what are some other options and best practices that you've guided customers to use ahead of peak season to make it go as smoothly as possible? We emphasize establishing commitments early in the season and ensuring you're working with a service provider that is capable of offering numerous modal and capacity solutions. This flexibility is key as the demands of each peak season can change rapidly and be very unpredictable. Uh, the day-to-day, the week-to-week capacity availability can fluctuate, so you want to be able to leverage multiple capacity types, and that's easier to do when there's a single service provider that can do that for you. Once committed, sharing forecasts and tracking weekly commitments ensures that both parties are aligned on the baseline of capacity uh, of which the surge will build upon. And then the next step would be to establish a surge agreement that assures the additional cost economics are understood by the shipper for budgeting and that the service provider is well aware of the additional repositioning needs to service their demand. And just to add to that, Troy mentioned providing forecasts where possible. Uh, we recognize that that's not always possible. So that's something that we can assist with as well by looking at historical volumes uh, and understanding trends, and, and we can provide that analytics to our customers. Okay, great. Uh, now, a two-part question. Once peak season has kicked off, what can shippers still do to improve their positions? And then on the other side of that, what kind of adjustments can shippers make along the way? Yeah, once peak season begins, it's really important to have active communication and flexibility. Uh, we expect demand volatility. However, shippers who are the most aware of the shifting patterns and that are coordinating with our carriers on a creative solution are those that would be in the best position for success. Uh, there are a number of unique capacity levers that we have available to pull. Um, while limited, shippers, basically you hear the term shipper of choice, those are the ones that are most likely to going to have those levers pulled for them. Yeah, expanding on that concept of flexibility, really what, what Troy means is, is smoothing out your demand across uh, multiple weeks, if you, you know, if you see fluctuation from week to week, or even within a given week, the more you can smooth that out, um, the easier it is to to plan for capacity, and and then also expanding on the the concept of shipper of choice. So just kind of some examples of of what that means is, um, you know, how quickly are you turning uh, containers or trailers uh, at your distribution centers, being easy to get get in and out of yards, loading. Uh, timely honoring appointments uh, uh, and those types of things. Yeah, every year we have an example of some shipper that didn't prepare appropriately for peak. Just last year we had one that we didn't have a relationship with all year, and the first we heard of them was uh, in September, late September, when they desperately needed capacity. So fortunately we were able to work up a solution for them um, and get the additional capacity that they were looking for um, but it did come at a much higher cost, uh, impacting their budget than if they were to have had that established relationship with us early in the year, and we could have planned better for positioning that capacity for them. Yeah, Troy, and just to expand upon that a little bit further, when we think about the customer-carrier relationship, we think about it more than on an annual basis. But planning for peak can be a, a multi-year process, and and seeing commitments and and uh, you know, throughout the year really help us plan. And, and even you can be, begin planning for next year's peak at the end of this year. Yeah, that's a great point, Nick. And one of the pieces of peak is establishing a network. So it's not about just solving the demand off the West Coast. 
we build these relationships over years and establish basically a baseline within our network. And if you're one of those customers that becomes the baseline and establish that level of commitment and capacity, it really helps ensure that we understand what your needs are going to be. And we're going to have the capacity positioned in the right markets at the right time for when your surge of demand happens. All right. Now, something else that's incredibly important to shippers is obviously keeping costs down, right? So what kinds of savings can shippers gain by uh, being more proactive in terms of planning for peak instead of reactive? And are there even other advantages the shippers can gain by thinking of planning more comprehensively? So obviously, by by planning proactively, the shipper can ensure capacity and and keep their freight out of the spot markets. Uh, In 17 and and 18 in particular, uh, the spot market rates were well above committed rates, which really caught a lot of shippers off guards. And and to to Troy's point earlier, really really kind of wiped out a lot of their budgets. So uh, the more ahead of time and the more proactively you can plan, uh, the more us as capacity providers can plan and, and ensure that the commitments that we've made. And on expanding on that, during peak season, you could find some retailers shipping 50% of their total annualized demand in a three-month period. So if you aren't planning well in advance to secure that capacity, understand the cost economics, you really can blow the entire budget for the year. Uh, so it's really critical when we come back to that shipper of choice and, you know, focusing on the transparency and establishing commitments with their service providers early in the year. Uh, making sure that they're building those relationships with the right service providers really allows the shippers to fall within budget and uh, end up delivering their product timely to their customers. All right. That's some fantastic advice for shippers. Gentlemen, where can my audience go to find out more information about proper prior planning for PEAK? You can find more information about peak season and how we're able to manage through that successfully by going to our website at hubgroup.com. Excellent. Nick Hannigan, Troy Spolum, thank you so much for taking the time out, and enjoy the rest of the day, gentlemen. Thanks, Jeff. You too. We appreciate the time. Thank you. Inbound Logistics Magazine is the information leader in supply chain and logistics management. Start your free print and digital subscription today by visiting bit.ly slash getil. That's bit.ly slash get underscore I-L and stay ahead of the 3PL game. The Inbound Logistics Podcast is a production of Inbound Logistics Magazine. For the most in-depth information around logistics, transportation, and supply chain practices, Get your free print and digital subscription at inboundlogistics.com slash subscribe. Connect with us via LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube for the most current developments in the industry. If you'd like to leave us some feedback or have a topic you'd like to see covered in a future episode, call our dialogue line at 888-878-3247 or leave us an email at podcast at inboundlogistics.com. I'm your host, Jeff Vita. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time here on the Inbound Logistics Podcast.